Ten minutes past eight. That's the choice of Mandy in Johannesburg saying, please play me Kylie Minogue chocolate uh, as an SMS. And yep, you can SMS WhatsApp or indeed even give us a call or follow us on Twitter. Send us the song that you would like us to play. And as part of your Big Fat Juicy, the song that you would like to hear this Sunday morning. And we're trying to focus uh, on things sweet. And I see that someone sent a great choice, which we'll give you a little later, um, which will also give you an insight into who our guest presenter is. We are going to be chatting to none other than the founder of Native Norsi and looking at uh, bees the history of bees, the story of bees, the history of honey, the story of honey, honey in South Africa, and much, much, much more. So listen up for that one. We usually go into a breath of fresh air at this point, but we are still trying to get our youngster on the line. So when we have got her on the line, we're going to be talking to her. But before we talk to her, we're going to go to a story that is um, taking place as we speak, the songwriter, singer and traditional instrumentalist Modosini has re-released her very first album, which was called Power to the Women. It was released by the UK-based label Melt 2000 in 1995. And I must say, Melt 2000 released a series of really great albums at that time. And now the album is being re-released and it's being re-released for a good cause and to support Modosini in uh, a great um Manor. On the line, we've got the musician Msaki. She's the founder also of the independent label, One Shushu Day, and she is working very closely on this particular project. Msaki, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. So talk to us about uh, the re-release of the album, Power to the Women, uh, with regards to the instrumentalist Madosini. Yes, as you said, Power to Women was how we got introduced to Madosini. and. Yep. This re-release is actually one of a few. Um, her entire archive has been returned to her, but also Derek Gripper helped her record um, an incredible uh, solo album during lockdown That's, last last yeah, year. Yeah. So she doesn't really have a digital home, and the label that you've described, Wanshu Shude, has got a an outlet called um, Alt Black Alt Black Continue, which is just a way that I'm supporting my community of independent musicians. Yeah. And we cite Matosini as an elder as, and, and as a you know, a huge influence sonically, spiritually, you know, um, culturally. And we've we've been able to collaborate with her, but we were like part of a community that just sees that in the twilight of her years, like many South African musicians, um, she just doesn't have everything that she should have at this point. So we approached our partners at Platoon and they've helped us. Um, we released this catalogue, you know, basically to make sure that her... Her catalogue works for her and her family in, in, in the future generations. So, Masaki, let's talk about the shift because, I mean, Melt 2000 released, I mean, I remember Colin Mumbelli and I think we're going to be playing yes. him a little later here on the show as well. Amazing. He was part of that label and yet, ultimately, the buying back or the getting back, not the buying back, the taking back yes. of that, how did that work through Alt Black? Well, Robert Trump had already started that process. He has been initiating this process for a lot of the artists. I don't know how many of them, but I'm good friends with Matala as well, and apparently yeah. he's also got his master's back. Yeah. So for them to be sitting, you know, in their late 70s and, and close to, you know, Matosini doesn't even know how old she is, but she's um, not in a position to really make that work for her. So we just thought we're, we're the young people, and if we love them, like we say they do, we, let's use our tech savviness to make sure that yeah. they're, they're earning. 
so Robert Trump had already started that. We didn't really um, initiate that process. We just make sure, made sure that it happened. So he actually made the choice to say, okay, fine, yeah. we're giving back the masters. Indeed. Uh, the likes of Busim Plongo. So there's, you mentioned uh, Madusini being in her twilight days, but I don't want to say that necessarily of course, because yeah. she has great energy and she's, she's a force to be, <laughs> to be reckoned with. One of the reasons, of course, that we do need to support her in a major, major way is because what she has done is she's, she's, I suppose, opened up our heritage with the use of the uhadi and the like. Talk to us about that particular instrument. I mean, we're listening to it in the background, but how it works, how people can recognize it as part of their heritage. Well, I mean... You know, the only reason that I say Twilight is because she should be retired. So in terms of her career, you know, she would like to rest. And just yeah. because she can work, it doesn't mean she should. Yes. You know, so yes. um, the, the the beautiful thing about Uadi is that it's got this relative, the Berenbao. It's got more relatives up north in Africa. The Berenbao is from Brazil. Yep. She's also made this like a, such a beautiful and recognizable South African instrument by the fact that she's so extensively overseas she was the first woman to be you know profiled by WOMAD which is now a very strong festival so she's done so much like when we talk about a cultural icon she's served that she's been that like she's been a you know the black coffee of that in in the sense that you know that that internationally recognized artist for an for an art form that can be pointed back to a geographical landscape Mm. she's given that to us so um, you know, the other thing she's done is that she's successfully taught other young musicians that have gone and made careers out of this, have become UCT lecturers, have gone and toured extensively themselves. Yes. She's, she's the one that taught these Blaikis and Lungiswa. She, she's, she's also had a hand in teaching artists like Ukugu Duma, who went and, and started Dumam and Kacho. Their album was just featured a couple months ago on BBC. So the thing is, she's also passed it on so well that these people have gone on and be able to be excellent in it on the world stage again. I'm thinking of that wonderful documentary that um, took place with Tandiswa Mizwai and exactly. Madrasini, and I think it was at the time that Tandiswa made the Zabalaza, the album with Zabalaza on it. Yeah, she's um, in those interludes. Yes. She's, she's right there, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So the way forward is to put this album out there for people to respond to it and for her to get um, to, to use it in order to have her own proper home, etc. Tell us a bit about that. It's, that's a separate issue, Michelle. I think people should be buying Madison's music because it's excellent. And yeah. now it's, 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 <laughs> it's there and it's going directly to her 100%. Yeah. So the, that's important. But that needed to happen anyway. This other issue is extremely urgent. And this one can't wait for us, for her to rack up enough streams to be able to okay. do something with the money. It's, we need to donate as a community towards her housing project. This incredible community at Root Spring Music that also collided with her as an instrumentalist in Cape Town because they also organize incredible music events. Um, they're essentially a, a, a non-profit record label. And I know them from Cape Town. And they also were part of a, they, they're part of a community that loves Matosini and have managed to rope us all together because we've all been murmuring about how she needs a house for yes. years. But they took the initiative, put us together and started a crowdfunding campaign. So I'm, I've also been sent by them to try and rally up support for Matosini's Quicket um, crowdfunding campaign so that we can build our house hopefully before winter. And that's now, now, now. Okay, so there's the album and then there's the crowdfunding opportunity. If people want to yes. get involved in the crowdfunding opportunity, we're looking at building a home 
for Madrosini in the Eastern Cape. How do they get involved? So Quicket has got a fundraising arm now, the place where people get you know tickets for events. If yeah. you just go to the Quicket website and start typing Madrosini, build yeah. a home for Madrosini will come up. There, there's a way to give, you know, via EFT and through an online financial way. But there's also a bank account that links directly to the family if people want to give that way. Yeah. Um, the goal is 1.1 million. We're reaching it very slowly, um, but we need to pick up the pace because, you know, people have already given their ex- expertise. We've been um, donated services by two architects, yeah. one of which is my very best friend. Um, so many other people have given in kind. So if you don't have money, you can send us cement bags. She wants to rest and, and build a home in Limorde, um, but we really just need that that to happen because, you know, Michelle, it's also tough having this conversation because she, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be in we this should position. Be having it. She shouldn't be in this position. We shouldn't, yeah. you know, in the in the. It's tough to be an artist. Never mind an elderly artist where you know people have to chain themselves to NAC buildings to get money yeah. that is meant that has been already allocated to them. If a legends fund Contracts disappears, signed. Yeah. you know, these are the tough things that we have to deal with. But we're saying we don't want to have a situation where we've failed her in, 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 this, in her lifetime and we're talking about her after she's had a fancy state funeral. We want to do right by her now. And it's something that I think if we pull together, it's well within our reach to be able to build her that home. It's also going to be a place that's a, a, like a, a holding space for her achievements, you know, her instruments and a way to bless her community because I think we can even make that, you know, a, 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 a tourist attraction at some point in, so in the future. So, Msaki, just close off with us, uh, very briefly on uh, your own experience over the last year. I mean, you mentioned the toughness for artists. We we know we're very clear of it, and we we know the story of uh, what's happening at the NAC yeah. currently. We know also that the National Arts Festival has just won a case against the NAC, which is um, mm. a good way forward. What does it mean for you as an artist during this time? It means, I mean, this is how we've had to pull together, you know, because. We all have different earning streams. If I wasn't a songwriter behind the scenes and working with documentaries, mm. I wouldn't have been able to survive. But that's also meant that it's it's on me to make people within within my community survive. And it it's not it's not an easy it's not an easy time to care. You know, yeah. um, it it you. I think everything has been pointing us to the fact that we need to do things as a community. This is one of the times we're being to show up as a community because. Like every time there's some sort of crisis, the people that feel it the most are elderly black women, either in the rural areas. Mm. If there's a crisis, if, if, if miners die in Marikana, the people that carry the brunt of that suffering, if you go back to the trans guy, you go back to the Sutu, it's the old grandmothers that are now filling in. You know, So th- this is what makes me think about the elders. At this time, the fallback is usually on them. You know, Artists yeah. are having a hard time, but elderly artists are having it worse. Female elderly artists are probably carrying families upon that. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think it's urgent that we address Madrosini's need. I want to ask you one more question. You talk about, we talk about Madrosini's need, Dr. Madrosini, let's uh, not... Dr. Um, L- Dr. Lotozi Mpatleni. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Dr. Lotozi Mpatleni. And, yeah. uh, but let's call her Doc Madrosini. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I love it. So if we, you know, um, we talk about her need and every single day, we hear about different people needing something different. How, yes. how do we make that choice? Crazy question, I know. How do we make the choice as to where we put our, our money, our, as you say, could be a bag of cement, our support, our knowledge, etc. How do we make that choice? 
I don't know, Michelle. I think we just have to start with who's around us. You know, I haven't, mm. I haven't been, you know, doing anything big or flashy. But if there's a, if there's a need around me, I try my best. And luckily, I'm in a family that understands that that's how we built. That's my heart. And I guess we all have to just remember that, like, the instinct is sometimes to pull towards yourself when there's a lack. But yes. there's not, like, I don't know. I've always, I've always grown up around you know, especially black women that just make magic. There's a meal, and if it's shared, somehow it multiplies, you know. that's That's been Jesus for me. That's what I've seen. That's what's filled my faith, is to know that sharing will always, always, always be the best choice. Sharing, no ma- sharing makes the pie bigger, not smaller. Definitely. Musaki, I want to say thank you. Always an absolute delight to talk to you, and uh, an insightful conversation as well. We appreciate it enormously. Thank you for the time, Michelle. Thank you so much. That's a Msaki musician, founder of the Independent Able One Sushu Day, but also supporting Dr. Latozi Impasleni, more commonly known, of course, as Madosini, and uh, focusing on what she needs now, the re-release of her first album, Power to the Women. It's a fantastic album. In fact, there's so many fantastic albums on what was that uh, uh, UK-based label, Melt 2000. Now all those uh, rights to that music have gone back to the artists themselves, and they're able to re-release them. Amampondo, formerly, um, also Busi Mflongo, Madala Kunene, Carlo Mombelli, and much, much more.